0: Around the globe It's time for Rudy Max's World On the SSI Radio Network I've
1: been everywhere, man I've been everywhere, man
2: Welcome aboard, I am indeed Rudy Maxx, your genial radio show host, and as always, the topic here on Rudy Maxx's World is travel. Let's pause for a moment to think kind thoughts about the manufacturers and suppliers of luggage carts in airports. Revenue from renting carts in airports has dropped 23% in the last two years, says the CEO of Bagport Group, he said it this week, the company operates cart rentals at several airports. Well, who's the culprit? Well, that's easy. Or what is the culprit in this case? It's the invention of luggage with wheels. You know, it's my guess that uh, no one under the age of 40 recalls a day when the majority of luggage bags, no matter how big they were, did not come with wheels. But there are plenty of unemployed skycaps and luggage cart rental execs, obviously, even Hotel Bellman. Uh, I will tell you that luggage on wheels hit them hard in the income department, and the lament of the Bagport Group CEO this week is the latest proof of that. On a happier note, we're in the middle of prime vacation travel time, and this hour we're going to talk with our friend Jacqueline Gifford from Brides Magazine about how to do Hawaii right, at least if you're going there for a romantic getaway. Now, you don't have to be a bride or on a honeymoon to make a Hawaii getaway special, you just follow the stars. Where did Jennifer Aniston? And the likes of Ben Affleck and Megan Fox go when they hit the islands. Well, Jacqueline has the answers coming up. And are there such things as ethical destinations? And if so, what constitutes an unethical destination? Michael McColl, co-founder of of EthicalTraveler.org, is going to join us and explain. We'll also check in on skiing conditions in Chile with our gadget guy Michael Summer who flew south to Valle Nevada to try out the slopes we'll find out how much it cost to beat the heat south american style i'll have a couple of deals of the week as well but let's start with a look at the news and uh, travel this past week a lot of it on friday french authorities released the result of an investigation of the air france plane that crashed into the atlantic ocean in june of 09 while flying from rio de janeiro to paris all 228 people aboard perished and the cause of the crash according to the investigators Pilot errors due to inadequate pilot training, as well as mass confusion and panic in the cockpit. Investigators said the crew could have saved Flight 447 after it lost vital readings when speed sensors iced up if crew members had received sufficient training to deal with the situation. Instead, the crew failed to respond correctly, ignoring repeated stall warnings and failing to react to that stall. Now, Air France defended its crew, saying the accident was caused by a malfunction of the altitude alert system. Well, the investigation confirmed that the freezing up and failure of speed sensors did indeed begin a tragic chain of events, but the report said the co-pilots who had to fly the plane manually lacked proper training to deal with the situation. This is the third report on this crash, but it's the first one since cockpit recorders were recovered from the bottom of the ocean deep last May. In the face of repeated stall warnings at high altitude, the report says the co-pilot pulled the nose of the plane up instead of correctly pointing the nose down, which is sort of basic stuff in pilot training. Um, that inadequate training led to the crew panic and confusion by the two co-pilots. Now, this is not the final report. The investigators have a second-by-second understanding now of everything technical that happened before the crash, thanks to uh, finding those boxes. Uh, and it's, but now it's going to start pulling together experts uh, such as psychologists and physiologists to try to replay the scene from the point of view of the crew final reports uh, due next year. Uh, The plane's pilot was on a rest break when the emergency broke out, and when he returned to the cockpit, the two pilots were were unable to give a precise description of what was uh, going on exactly, and only that they had lost control of the plane and tried everything. That's according to the 117-page preliminary report. The crew had less than four and a half minutes to react to an aircraft whose klaxons were going off and whose controls were giving them false uh, readings. Speed monitors covered with ice on the wings caused many of those confusing readings. Air France has replaced all the speed monitors on its Airbus aircraft since that accident. Now, both Air France and Airbus have blamed each other for the accident, and both have been charged with involuntary homicide by French authorities. Air France said that at this point, there's no reason to question the crew's competency. And Airbus, the plane's manufacturer, said it welcomed the report as a step toward further understanding the catastrophe. Well, Congress still can't come to agreement on that bill to fund the Federal Aviation Administration, so that's 7.5% tax on domestic airline tickets, and that $3.70 70 flight segment is on ice until they do. I'm going to talk a little more about that during this hour. Uh, last Saturday morning, uh, I told you, well, let's rejoice when I was doing the show live Saturday morning. Your show, Your station may carry this on Sunday, but I do the show live on Saturday morning. I suggest we could all enjoy a tax savings. Well, except for Alaska Airlines and Spirit. All the other airlines decided to pocket that cash. We're going to talk about that because there's a lot of hypocrisy going on here. Um, with a likely suspect in jail in Norway for that terrible massacre and downtown bombing, I thought it was a good time to check in with Dr. Peter Tarlow. He's a specialist in terrorism and its effect on tourism. And In a recent column, he noted that Norway is widely considered a peaceful country. He suggested tourism wouldn't be affected in the long run by that horrible, uh, those horrible events. Uh, Peter, is it the fact that the violence wasn't directed at tourists or at the country's tourism infrastructure? Is that why you hold that opinion, it's going to be okay for Norway in the long run?
3: I think that actually there are two or three reasons why. First of all, um, Norway traditionally is known as a peaceful country. Now, if they were to have a series of other terrorism attacks, that would clearly change the image of the country. But right now, from the reports that we have, and I want to underline that, this may change as history moves on. It appears this is just a single incident, somewhat like Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. And in which case, if anything, one, the public will probably be fairly forgiving. It won't have a fear of traveling to Norway, uh, possibly very much in the way that uh, it might have a fear of going to Northern Ireland or places that have had continuous uh, terrorism.
2: Well, Secondly, you, uh, Peter, no- Peter, if I could interrupt you, you suggested that terrorism... Uh, drills be as common as fire drills in uh, touristic places. And, you know, obviously, after that attack on the Taj Palace in Mumbai, the hotel instituted a yes. much tougher security regime. But how the heck do you protect something out in left field like a summer camp?
3: Well, you can't predict it, but you can realize that you have other very important uh, pieces of data that have to be looked at, uh, such as, for example, wherever you have a lot of children. Uh, being in an area. You want to have some forms of protection. Uh, in Norway, those children were totally unprotected. Secondly, you want to have some form of good risk management. Now, one of the things that does appear in the Norway situation, which may be isolated, is that um, Norway did not ever consider itself being potentially possible, and there was very little Intelligence that went on within the Norwegian uh, uh, police structure. One of the tragedies in Norway was that the police were so poorly equipped that they couldn't get to the island to save the kids.
2: Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think intelligence is is effective. And, is and a so
3: you'll, there's always going to be some flaw in the system. You'll never have a perfect system. On the other hand, you do have to try to have the best intelligence that you can have. And Norway, in that sense, did not do a very good job. Having said that, I think the public will probably be fairly forgiving in Norway. Um, we'll see this as an isolated incident. If anything, it may become part of dark tourism, which is really kind of tragic. But often that becomes an attraction in and of itself.
2: You can read more of Peter Tarlow's writings at tourismandmore.com. Thanks, Peter. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take trips, not chances.
1: I'm Jim Cook, brewer and founder of Samuel Adams. When I started Samuel Adams, no bank would give me a loan. I got my startup money from my drinking buddies. I know people need help when pursuing a great idea. That's why we started Samuel Adams Brewing the American Dream. It provides loans to help people get their small businesses off the ground. When you enjoy the unmistakable taste of a Boston lager, a beer that started in my kitchen, know you're helping someone else chase their dream. I'll drink to that. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Save a response, As a home plate ump, my eyesight is my paycheck. Strike one! Strike, that thing was chin high! But the price of monthly contact lenses was eating me up. Strike two! Come on, it bounced to the plate! So to save some money, I'm just using these glasses I found. Cha-ching! Strike! He hasn't even pitched the
4: ball yet!
3: There's an easier way to save. Get online. Go to geico.com. Get a quote. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.
4: Amdro Kills Ants presents The Household Ant Requiem if you find yourself shrieking in disgust because ants are invading the harmony of your clean kitchen and home you need amdro kills ants bait stations and sakes inside and outside your house amdro kills ants is a bait ants love so they eat it and die and that's a tune that'll keep your house humming find amdro kills ants entire line of products at a walmart near you
0: join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's
2: World. It's about 18 minutes after the hour. Welcome back. This portion of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by our friends at Colette Vacations. Join the radio show and me for a 12-day France Magnifique Tour. Uh, This begins September 29th. I hope you'll join me in Paris. We're going to... uh, uh, see a bit of Paris, and we're going to do a little bit of uh, Normandy and Loire Valley and Provence. We'll stop in en provence and see where Paul Cezanne did his paintings, or many of his paintings. We'll stop in Monte Carlo, see if the royal couple, uh, couple have us in for tea. Uh, we'll overnight a couple of nights in Nice toward the end of the trip. A bunch of meals are included. You can find out more details by going to com. Scroll down that home page a bit, and you'll see a box that says Colette Vacations. If you click on that, you'll get a day-by-day exact itinerary of this trip, and I think it's a great survey uh, of of France. If you've never been to France or been to uh, many regions in France, this might be a great way to punch that uh, ticket. We'll do the radio show from there, have a little fun, have some meals together. Uh, you can also call Colette at 800-762-5345. That's excuse me, 800-762-5345. And uh, if you say you're joining Rudy Max's uh, uh, trip, you will get a companion airfare of only $399. Not bad, given the airfare is about $1,200 to, to and from France for most places in the United States these days. Uh, it's about savings of about $700 uh, for, uh, for the couple as far as airfare goes. So check it out at RudyMaxa.com. Click on Colette Vacations. They're called 800-762-5345. My next guest is Michael McCall. He is a co-founder of uh, ethicaltraveler.org. And uh, every year, Ethical Traveler looks at developing countries in the world and chooses those that are developing, well, Let me tell you how they create their list. They consider uh, uh, efforts in environmental protection, uh, social welfare efforts, human rights uh, records, and uh, they come up with general trends and conclusions for these countries. And this year's list has just come out. Nice to have you aboard, Michael. Welcome to the show.
5: Thanks, Rudy. Always a pleasure.
2: Uh, Now, let's see here. Um, Now, Why do you just, by the way, why do you just choose developing nations?
6: Well,
5: the the big picture idea here is that you can you can vote with your wallet tourists have a lot of clout and uh the way they they express that clout is is with the 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 dollars they spend when they're traveling uh we find that uh people can basically have more influence uh... in in these developing countries uh... and so if if you're trying to use your travel as a way to uh... to do the right thing and to encourage other places to do the right thing uh... developing countries are a good place for that uh, also we just uh... think that in, in a general sense it makes a lot of sense for uh, travelers to get off the beaten path a little bit and uh... so promoting travel to developing nations is a way for us to to promote that idea
2: Now you have a list of ten for your for this year's list of uh, the developing world's ten best ethical destinations. Uh, I know uh, there are no particular order, so there's not a winner, there's not a number nine or a number ten or a number one. Would you like to go through those countries for us uh, slowly, so we can sort of think about them as you list them?
5: Sure. So uh, the the 2011 list. um, uh, Let's see here. Uh, uh, This
2: is alphabetical, I note by the way. It it is
5: alphabetical, uh, although. uh, uh i think i'll i'll actually uh group them a little bit uh um, we're looking at uh in latin america we have argentina and chile down in the southern cone uh, both countries really doing good things uh, uh with their ecotourism and environmental uh programs uh of course costa rica uh, which is, is often on our, our ethical destinations list, and uh, Uruguay, uh, which is uh, the top country in, in Latin America in terms of uh, the, uh, uh, gosh, what is it called, the EPI. It's the Environmental Protection Index.
2: Re- Uruguay, what? that sort of comes out of left field to me.
5: Yeah, I I guess that uh, that Uruguay not necessarily thought of as a as a huge uh, tourism destination, and yet, uh, and I I've been to Uruguay briefly. Beautiful country, uh, you know, just across the, the river from Argentina, uh, and they're they're doing great work both on the uh, environmental front and in terms of the uh, the social welfare of their people.
2: Okay, well, good for Uruguay. Okay, so Argentina, uh, Chile, Costa Rica, and Uruguay south of the border
5: right then uh let's see here uh um, interesting way uh that it, it got grouped this year too was uh island nations um uh, notably uh small island states are uh are three out of the top ten and we had uh Barbados uh Dominica and palau this year
2: wow and, palau out there in the middle of the south pacific
5: indeed and uh and our our uh thinking on this is that uh it's Somewhat natural for these small island states to uh, focus on the environmental side of things because they understand how much uh, climate change is going to affect them.
2: Yeah, like uh, in the case of Palau, is the ocean rising and swallowing it up at some point. Exactly. It's a very flat place, if I recall correctly.
5: And, and, and it is making uh, uh, Palau really a, a leader in, in some of these uh, pushes for uh, better environmental protection at the global level. Uh, they declared in, in Palau, they declared their waters uh, a sanctuary for dolphins, sharks, and whales. Uh, and they also rescinded uh, the support for the Japanese scientific, let's put that in quotes, scientific whaling program.
2: Right, okay. You got anything in Europe?
5: in uh in europe uh this year for twenty eleven we've got uh, lithuania and poland uh and actually and as uh, they look at the list one more there latvia
2: yeah um now now are these i mean are these countries thinking about this in a big are they thinking about the uh ethical tourism or or actually the the projects that result in being on this list more than say the United States or japan i mean Uh, Are they consciously uh, trying to break ahead of the pack of some of the developed countries?
5: I think that uh, from the ecotourism side, you definitely are seeing that uh, there there are countries that realize that one of their advantages, one of the things that sets them apart from other countries, is that they still do have uh, a, a good amount of the natural resources, you know, the uh, forests and nature that uh, that they originally had, and maybe their neighbors don't have that, so that gives them something that they can promote. Um, you know, if you're, uh, you're looking at some of the uh, undeveloped uh, forest land, for instance, in, uh, in Eastern Europe, uh, you know, there's just not a lot of forest left in some of the more developed uh, Western European countries.
2: My guest is Michael McCall. I'm sorry, Michael. I was going to reintroduce you. My guest is Michael McCall, co-founder of Ethical Traveler. And you can uh, see this list of the winners of the Ethical Travelers or Best Ethical Destinations by going to ethicaltraveler.org. We've got about two minutes left. We've got to give a shout-out to to Dominica, uh, Michael, that I saw on the list. And we've got all ten covered, I believe.
5: I think you're right. I think we did manage to cover them all.
2: Um, Now, I, I, I... I guess implicit in making this list is that y- you encourage folks who are thinking about countries to visit to take a close look at these countries and support them in their efforts.
5: Yeah, that's the the general idea, and I do want to point out that no country anywhere is perfect. Uh, what we've done is taken a look at these countries and, and compared them to the rest of the countries in the developing world on environmental and human rights issues, and we say, hey, uh, if you want to point your money towards the countries that are really doing the right thing and you want to support them in their efforts these are ten countries that we can feel good about visiting
2: i wonder if you did a list of uh... developing nations if the united states would make the ethical traveler list what do you think
5: i tell you uh... i I haven't checked the news yet uh... today but uh... I i worry that that uh... debt ceiling problem is still going on and yeah, it may come to that if we don't get uh... better organized quickly
2: well, I think we're probably pretty good in human rights, uh, comparatively speaking, anyway. Uh, environmental protection, social welfare, eh, you know, you know we're not Europe. <laughs> Indeed. Well, I thank you, Michael, for joining us today. All right. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Oh, and uh, let me repeat that website. It's ethicaltraveler.org. Michael McCall is the uh, co-founder of ethicaltraveler.org and their director of communications. He's been a guest before on the show. We hope to have him back. Take care, Michael. Thank you, Rudy. Bye-bye. I just wanted to say a little bit more about that uh Uh, 7.5% tax on domestic airline tickets and that $3.70 flight segment fee that's on ice for now. Last week at this time, I was telling you, hey, buy a ticket, you're going to save some money. Well, no, because most major airlines decided instead of passing the savings on to us, they'd pocket it. Now, here's the hypocrisy. It was only a few weeks ago that Nicholas Calio... The head of the Air Transport Association, which is the airline's trade industry group, was on this show decrying high government taxes and airline tickets, saying that, you know, they were discouraging people from flying. Well, suddenly those taxes disappear, and what do his member airlines do? They raise fares to match the missing taxes. Unbelievable. Here's some gobbledygook from a Delta executive quoted in the Wall Street Journal this week. What the industry has done is simply to maintain prices at market-clearing levels. What the heck are market-clearing levels? And what happens when those taxes are reinstated? Will Delta lower their fare? We're going to watch this closely. Stick around. We'll be right back with the travel editor of Brides Magazine. We're going to talk about Hawaii as a great destination. Here's a terrific excursion that can't be missed. And if you book your reservations now, you'll save $700 per couple. Join the radio show and me for a fun vacation that includes adventure, culture, European romance, great food and wine. The 12-day France Magnifique Tour begins September 29th. We'll explore Paris, Nice, Avignon, Normandy, the French Riviera, Monaco, and more. Call Colette Vacations at 800-762-5345. That's 800-762-5345. Or go to rudymaxa.com. Companion airfare is just $399.
4: Amdro Kills Ants presents the Household Ant Requiem. If you find yourself shrieking in disgust because ants are invading the harmony of your clean kitchen and home, you need Amdro Kills Ants bait stations and steaks inside and outside your house. Amdro Kills Ants is a bait ant's love. So they eat it and die. And that's a tune that'll keep your house humming. Find Amdro Kills Ants' entire line of products at a Lowe's near you.
0: participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's
2: Rudy Maxa. 33 minutes after the hour. Hey, so we got this Facebook fan page called Rudy Maxa TV Show. I know you're listening to me on the radio, but I also have this TV show. I didn't want to make separate ones for radio and TV. And you guys helped me get over 1,000 people who liked that page. We're at 1,000. Now we're on Project 2,000. Mm And uh, in the last week, we've hit, let's see, 1,032. Well, we still got 958 more to go, so that's quite a ways. But join me. Go to Facebook and type in the search uh, box, Rudy Maxa TV show. That's the site I post to and the site I pay attention to. And click on like and get me up to 2,000. Uh, Jacqueline Giffords, a friend of the show, she's been on before. She's a travel editor at Brides Magazine. And if you pick up the new issue, which is to say the... August issue, August 2011 issue of Brides, you'll see a special section on honeymooning in Hawaii. Now, you don't have to be going on a honeymoon to have a romantic visit to Hawaii or an interesting one. And, uh, Jackie, I see there's a picture of you here uh, standing upright on a surfboard, it looks like, on Waikiki. Is that you? Is that a a computerized picture?
7: (laughs) Yeah, that's me. I actually did it. I had never surfed before, and when I visited Oahu... I figured, why not try it? So I took a lesson with the Hans-Hiedemann School. They're, they're world-renowned, and I, I actually did it. I surfed. I couldn't believe it.
2: Um, how long were you standing up there? How long? Yeah, I mean, how long did you stay upright?
7: Maybe, I don't know, 20 seconds or so. No, it was, it, you know, it's it's one of those things. They take you out. If, if people are interested in doing this, it's actually a lot of fun. Um, you can go out for about an hour, an hour and a half, and the waves are really small, so it's totally gentle, easy to do, and everybody, I did it a group lesson. Everybody in our group got up on the board, and the guys who uh, are the teachers there are really amazing and really sort of explain it step by step. The hardest part, actually, of surfing, I found, is not even standing up, but it's carrying the board uh, <laughs> uh, carrying the board from the school over—I mean, those boards are really heavy. So. so
2: easy, even a journalist can do it. Now, listen. Uh, yeah. At the top of the hour, I teased you, Jackie, by talking, saying, uh, "You know, follow the stars." And you've got a listing here. I'm going to go through it real, just a couple real fast. Uh, uh, oh. Gen- Jennifer Aniston checking in at the Four Seasons in Wailea on Maui. Uh, Jason Bateman checking in at the Grand Hyatt on Kauai. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Courtney Cox at Turtle Bay in Oahu. Um, Etc. But I was and Megan Fox at the Hilton uh, Waikoloa Village on the Big Island. But I was sort of also intrigued by the sidebar you guys did on the on inns, something a little more intimate and not some of the big names like Ritz Carlton, Four Seasons, and Hilton that a lot of people know. Tell us a little about those.
7: Well, Hawaii. I mean, that's the 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 interesting thing about Hawaii is you can get that sort of. Big resort experience if you if you want that. And but there's also a lot of really small inns and B and B's um, because Hawaii. I mean, let's face it, Hawaii is sort of an expensive destination. And you know, when you stay at one of the inns, you're gonna it, it, they obviously cost a little bit less because they're, they don't come with all the bells and whistles that a big resort does. But you know, and also you get a little bit more of a local experience. Some of the inns I actually just stayed at Waianuhea. Um, which is on the Big Island. It's a, you know, it's a small B&B, but it's really cool, and you get a chance to, um, you know, see a side of Hawaii that, um, that's sort of off the beaten path.
2: Plus, it's only 210 a night, including breakfast.
7: Oh, and the breakfasts are amazing. I mean, the, the the cool thing about the Big Island is a lot of the food that you get there is grown on it's, it's grown locally on the Big Island, not even from some of the other islands. Um, so it's it's a great it's a great place, and um, a lot of it's solar powered. It's you know it, again, it's not on the beach. So if you if you're absolutely dead set on staying on the beach, maybe it's not for you. But you can certainly drive to many beaches, and you're gonna pay half of the half of the price of what you would you know at a mega resort.
2: And Jacqueline Gifford, by the way, has four such alternatives, one on Kauai, one on Maui, one on the Big Island and well two on the Big Island, excuse two me. On the including, Big Island. Yeah. including the one she's just been speaking of. You also suggest uh various uh uh different ways to see Hawaii from helicopter to motorized raft to uh to a four by four Jeep. Yes. It's
7: you know, the cool thing that one of the things I love about Hawaii and you know for, for for people who aren't familiar with it, there you know the the islands all sort of have different flavors, different vibes. So we sort of broke down the sort of the must do activities on each spot. And um, for example, on the Big Islands, you've got to go on a helicopter tour and and fly over the volcano. I mean, it's if you don't do it, you're totally missing out. And I did that the last time I was there. And I actually you can you can, you don't have to do this, but with our helicopter ride, we did a doors off experience, which is a Yahoo. little a little freaky. But it was amazing just to sort of when you're flying over the lava, it's unbelievable. Um, and Maui, a lot of people get up super early, which sounds like 3 a.m., which doesn't sound so exciting to some on vacation. But it's an amazing experience to go see um, the sunrise at Haleakala Crater. A lot of people do on Kauai. Um, they take raft rides to go see the Nepali Coast, um, and then obviously in Oahu, they're surfing. On Lanai, a lot of it's a, the smallest, uh, the smallest island. A lot of people do the Off-road experience, um, and go ride on jeeps.
2: And then, and then on Maui, there's that great two-lane windy road up to to Hana.
7: Oh yeah, that that I, I did, and um, it's actually one of the most popular attractions state, statewide. I guess people, if they're not familiar with it, driving to Hana is it is twisty and turny, and like you said, the the lanes it's it's incredibly tight. Uh, but it's a, it's an awesome experience because you can see the, the coast, the cliffs, uh, and then when you get to Hana, which is the smallest town, I think, in, in the world, it's just so cool. Um, there's one hotel there, the Shavasa Maui, uh, where people can stay if they don't feel like driving back.
2: And pick up some still warm banana bread at Auntie Sandy's on the way. Ja- uh, Jacqueline, thanks for joining us. Thank you. You can read all about Hawaii and Jacqueline Gifford's assemblage of information in the August issue of Brides Magazine. We'll be right back going skiing in Chile. Call now to talk
0: to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com.
3: My wife's monthly trip to the beauty salon was really adding up. I mean, between dyeing her roots and trimming the dead ends, we were going dead broke. So to save some money, I'm cutting it for her. She sleeps. Shh,
4: shh. No, no, no.
1: Don't wake up yet. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. You're almost gorgeous. Oh, she is gonna
3: love this. There's an easier way to save. Get online. Go to Geico.com. Get a quote. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more on car insurance.
1: <coughs> on average, a smoker will die fifteen to twenty years earlier than a non-smoker. Quit risking your life. Quit spending all your hard-earned money. Quit worrying about dirty looks. Take your freedom back and switch to American Blue Tip, the hassle-free electronic cigarette that looks, feels, and tastes just like the real thing. It's not real smoke. just water vapor. Crazy.
4: I can finally relax without sucking in all those chemicals and tar.
1: No secondhand smoke. Quit thinking about it. Make the switch to American Blue Tip right now. It's everything you love about smoking without the tar, tobacco, and carcinogens. You won't even miss
3: cigarettes. Call now. Now for your risk-free trial of American Blue Tip. Call 1-800-604-3206. That's 1-800-604-3206. Quit stalling and switch right now. Call 1-800-604-3206. That's 1-800-604-3206.
1: I'm Jim Cook, brewer and founder of Sam Adams. There's a rhythm to the season, so at Sam Adams, we develop styles of beer to accompany that. We brew Samuel Adams Oktoberfest, Winter Lager, Noble Pills, and right now, there's summer Samuel Adams' Summer Ale is a flavorful wheat beer. It has a nice spice note and a little lemon zest. It's brewed with a historic brewing spice called Grains of Paradise. But just like summer, Summer Ale won't be around for long. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Save a response, please.
4: Amdro Kills Ants presents The Household and Requiem. If you find yourself shrieking in disgust because ants are invading the harmony of your clean kitchen and home, you need Amdro Kills Ants bait stations and stakes inside and outside your house. Amdro Kills Ants is a bait ants love. So they eat it and die. And that's a tune that'll keep your house humming. Find Amdro Kills Ants entire line of products at a Walmart near you.
2: Here's a terrific excursion that can't be missed. And if you book your reservations now, you'll save $700 per couple. Join Join the radio show and me for a fun vacation that includes adventure, culture, European romance, great food and wine. The 12-day France Magnifique Tour begins September 29th. We'll explore Paris, Nice, Avignon, Normandy, the French Riviera, Monaco, and more. Call Colette Vacations at 800-762-5345. That's 800-762-5345. Or go to RudyMaxa.com. Companion airfare is just $3.99. 43 after the hour. If you're a regular listener to the show, you know the name Michael Summer. He's one of our tech guys, and he weighs in occasionally with some great products that might help you on the road as a traveler. Well, this week, he's a traveler himself. We reach him down in Chile atop a mountain where I understand the snow is coming down like cats, or I don't know what the in Valle, Nevada, uh, Chile. Michael, how are you? you staying warm?
6: Yeah, I'm staying warm. It's a little a little cold down here today, but hey, we came here to go skiing,
2: well, that's exactly right. Okay, so it's the middle of summer, of course, up where we all are. And uh, we, want, we get a hankering to go skiing, so we want to go to Chile. How, do, how long does it take us to get there? How much does it cost to get there? How do you get to right where you are, onto the slopes? Well,
6: I flew out in New York. I took a long. It's a nonstop overnight flight. You leave New York at 8 o'clock, live in Santiago at 7 a.m. You're on the slopes by 10 a.m. skiing.
2: How do you get between Santiago and up on the mountain?
6: Well, you could have the, um, the resort arranger transfer. You could take a local taxi up here. It's a two-hour ride up here. It's a very interesting ride, 60 switchbacks. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting. Um, if you're, it's, not, it's not for the faint of heart. Now,
2: <laughs> if, you now, don't, now. if
6: you don't like roads without guardrails, I don't recommend it, but it actually is a thrill ride getting up here.
2: Now, Michael, uh, about a month ago, there was that volcano that was going off that was covering this region with ash, and they were worried they couldn't open up and so on. I gather it has a happy ending? Yeah, the ash had
6: nothing to do at all with it. It didn't affect the mountain whatsoever. What did affect the mountain was Mother Nature. Mother Nature actually delayed the opening of the mountain by about four weeks. But the snow here, this is midwinter conditions.
2: And when is the prime ski season, generally speaking?
6: Well, conditions, the mountains techni- are theoretically open from the middle of June till the end of September, but this year it's been open from the uh, first week in July to hopefully the end of September, and right now we are in mid-conditions. This is I- mid-winter conditions from July 1st to probably August August 15th, August 30th.
2: Now tell me about Valle, Nevada. Is this a ski resort town that might sort of resemble one in the United States, like, you know, Park City or Vail uh- or whatever?
6: the volume is an oasis in the middle of the andes it's south america's largest ski resort and it's all-inclusive you just can't go stay at this hotel and you know go out for dinner and down into town the resort is the town
2: i see and when you say all-inclusive you mean all meals all drinks everything
6: Everything's all inclusive. Rates start at for the budget-conscious traveler, about twelve hundred and twenty-five dollars double occupancy, for how long? up to about thirty-four hundred dollars for the deluxe accommodations.
2: I presume that's for a week. Uh, a week, Michael?
6: That's a week of skiing, meals, lift tickets.
2: Per person or per couple? Per person. So if you're on a budget, twenty-four hundred dollars, not including airfare, will 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 put you up and feed you for a week.
6: Exactly, and if you're flying lawn this year down to down to the resort, you get a twenty percent discount on your stay here at
2: Valley Navarro. That's not an inconsiderable amount twenty percent. And and lodging options what range from uh, a, a, a sort of barracks to luxury. I
6: wouldn't say they're barracks. They're they're more. It's more of a budget. Pro- I I've seen the rooms. They're very nice. They're uh, more of a college dorm type of room. It's budget conscious, and they have a good, better, and best options and. Um, we're in we're in the deluxe accommodations, which are you know, it's only 50 rooms. It's very it's it's very it's, luxurious for Chilean conditions.
2: And uh, how high is the mountain? Or how, how high are you right now?
6: Uh, right now we are at a base of 10,000 feet, and when we go to the top of the hill, we're up at 12,000 feet.
2: And and a lot of slopes, a lot of uh, uh, of uh, maintained slopes.
6: Almost everyone is groomed every morning, mm-hmm. and it's 7,000 acres. If you combine it with the two other mountains that are connected here, two other resorts, it's 7,000 acres, which is more than Vale. Okay. And you know, you know how big Vale is.
2: Yeah, it's a big place. Uh, we just got a minute left. Two questions. Can you do hilly, ski, hilly, hilly skiing, and can you tie in a trip to wine country? Is, is that far away?
6: You can do heli skiing, no problem. It's some of the best heli skiing. You can arrange it through the resort here. And you got while you're in Chile, and you're a wine kind of you you gotta go on the you gotta to go to some of the yeah wineries here. And it's a great great tour operator, uh, Santiago Adventures. It's a local company owned by an American, so he speaks they they speak perfect English. They'll take you to the great wineries. They'll they'll arrange picnics whatever you want.
2: Santiago Adventures.
6: Right, SantiagoAdventures.com.
2: And is there a website for where you are?
6: VolleyNovato.com.
2: V-A-L-L-E-N-E-V-A-D-O.com. VolleyNovato.com. Well, Michael, uh, take care with the whiteout conditions and have a great time and stay safe. Take care. Michael Summers is generally our tech guy. He's our skiing in Chile guy today. Uh, I know there are a lot of places in the United States where the temperatures are over 90 and there's some humidity, or in, if you're in Texas, there's, uh, there are drought conditions in some cases, and uh, it sounds pretty good, a lot of snow in Chile. Rudy
0: Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Service Magic. Now you can hire pre-screened home pros with confidence for repairs, remodeling, plumbing needs, maid services, and so much more. Visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com. That's homebuild411.servicemagic.com.
2: I just want to remind our listeners, I come to you. We do this show live from 10 to noon Eastern every Saturday morning. Now, many of our stations uh, uh, postpone the broadcast to later in the day on Saturday and even on Sunday. That's just fine. But keep that in mind when I deliver breaking news, as I'm about to do, that this is uh, coming to you live. Uh, at uh, uh, We're coming on to 11 a.m. Uh, Eastern time on Saturday morning. A Caribbean Airlines jet coming from New York uh, crashed and broke in two while landing in Guyana with 140 passengers aboard, causing several injuries but, amazingly, no deaths. The Boeing 737-800 apparently overshot the uh, 7,400-foot runway at uh, Guyana's airport in rainy weather. It fortunately barely missed a 200-foot ravine that could have resulted in dozens of fatalities, according to the president of uh, Guyana. That's an AP report of about an hour ago. I thank a listener in Buffalo, Paul Chimera, for sending that along to me, because otherwise I wouldn't have known about it. Uh, Well, good news that no one was... uh, apparently severely severely injured. Well, what do we do every day at the uh, every every weekend at the end of the hour? We do our deals of the week. Yeah, you know that because you can hear that cash register sound. Well, good news. You You may recall, if you're a regular listener, we've talked with the CEO of a company called Hotel Tonight. That is an app that was just made for iPhones. And they've got about a dozen, even more now. They're adding cities very quickly. Here's how it works. If you have an iPhone, you download the Hotel Tonight app, which is free. And Tonight is spelled T-O-N-I-G-H-T, I I believe. Um, And every day at noon, in the city that you pick, you can pick any of the cities, every day at noon, Hotel Tonight posts, I think generally, almost always, three hotels, an inexpensive one, a hip one, and a more expensive one, uh, and gives you a price for that night. So clearly what happens is they call these hotels and say, hey, you guys got extra rooms You know, give us a discount, we'll sell them. Well, the news of today is that Hotel Tonight has just developed its app for Android. So all you Android users can now download Hotel Tonight. So on Friday, I went on Hotel Tonight after noon. Uh, again, it's afternoon, the local time of the city the hotel is in. And I looked at a few examples. I went to L.A. and it had the Crescent Beverly Hills on sale for $139. The Thompson Beverly Hills on sale that night for $199. In New York City, Guild Hall for $149. Dream New York Hotel for $120. New York City, Manhattan, $120 a night at Dream New York. Even the Mandarin's uh, Mondrian Soho, only 175 in New York. Of course, after taxes, it's a little over 200 but still by Manhattan prices. In Denver, the Curtis, 95 The Hilton Garden Inn, $89. The Hotel Teatro, a beautiful hotel, by the way, $110 in, in Denver. So how did that compare for prices on those hotels' websites for the same night? Well, I won't give you all of them, but I did check three of them. I checked the Thompson Beverly Hills website, and that night, that Friday night, I was checking it late Friday afternoon. They were offering a room for $259. That was their least pr- cheapest price. On Hotel Tonight, it was $199. That's a savings of $60. In New York City, I went to the Guildhall website, $175 on the hotel's website, $39 less on Hotel Tonight. And I checked out the Denver, uh, the, uh, in Denver, the Hotel Teatro, which I stayed at one night too, all too briefly. What a beautiful hotel. Uh, on the website, it was offering a rate Friday night of 169 $169. On Hotel Tonight, you could pick it up for $59 less. Not an inconsiderable savings. So uh, uh, if you have an Android or if you would never heard of this before and have an iPhone, uh, download Hotel Tonight and you land in one of these cities or you leave for one of these cities and check afternoon local time, and you'll get your hotel deals. The Conrad Miami has a great deal going on. It's I love these fun deals. Conrad's a very swanky hotel. It's Hilton's high-end uh, uh, line of hotels. Uh, the Conrad Miami from... Friday, July 29th, for 10 days, we'll charge you per night what the highest Fahrenheit temperature for the day was in Miami. How about that? How about that? It's called their stay cool package. Not bad. I love those, uh, I love those special offerings. So if it's 90 degrees in Hawaii, excuse me in Hawaii, in Miami, you pay $90 for the night under this stay cool cool package you can't combine it with any of your current package or promotions the rates do not include taxes you can find out how this is computed it's uh, uh there's a conrad miami website uh that has a weather section on it and you can tell how much it'll cost uh by going to uh oh i think it's just conrad no i don't have the website just look up conrad miami uh and you can find out and you, if you want to know about these special deals you can follow them on twitter by just uh, going to at conrad miami or entering that in your uh, in your follow list. And in Los Angeles, this is a weird deal. The Petite Emeritage Hotel is pretty expensive. It's about 395 a night before taxes. But guess what? Lisa DePaolo is the hotel's new director of sales. What does that mean to you? I don't know Lisa DePaolo. Do you know Lisa DePaolo? I don't. But uh, congratulations Lisa on your new job. But here's the deal. In honor of Lisa Depalo becoming the new director of sales at the Petite emeritage Hotel, the hotel is going to give you 10% off your room rate uh, uh, for the foreseeable future. Uh, that's the Petite emeritage Hotel in West L.A., very hip neighborhood. Uh, and as I say, I checked a room rate in mid, uh, during midweek in August; it was 3.95 a night. So it's not uh, an inexpensive place. But if you can knock 10% off because Lisa Depalo has gone to work there, well, I say great. And Delta Airlines is hooking up with Liv- Living Social. You know, Living Social, uh, after Groupon, is about the second largest of the new high-tech discount sites. Airlines really haven't been participating a lot in that, so this is sort of big news. Watch for Delta deals on Living Social for particular uh, particular spots. Stick around. We'll be right back. If your station's leaving us, we'll see you next week. Otherwise, we'll be back after the news.